It is the Chicago First United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoVerseUnited.com. This week, talking with Lance Curran and Chris Torrey of Arcade Brewery in an interview recorded at the Threadless Warehouse in Chicago. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with Lance Curran and Chris Torrey. Uh, we are here at Threadless and we are going to be talking about Arcade Brewery. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Pretty damn good. <laughs> good, good. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, I've been following this campaign as it's going along, but uh, and I want to talk about that. But let's kind of start at the beginning. Like, how, What are the origins of Arcade Brewery, and how did this kind of come together? Well, actually, Arcade Brewery all started with an art project that I was working on a few years ago called Public Brewery. And I was inviting people into my house and to different gallery spaces that I was working out of and doing sort of an experimental DIY brewery uh, where people would come in, suggest ingredient ideas, help me brew, learn a little bit about brewing basics. And together we'd make beers together, and at the end of these different exhibitions, we'd have the beers together at the final exhibition. So um, just that creating a community around beer making uh, were the tenants of Public Brewery, and so Arcade sort of spawned off of that. Chris and I were in a band together. And um, he started talking about the project and invited me to come out and check it out. And, uh, I mean, three of my favorite things in the world are beer, comics, and video games. So it was like, you know, once I actually tasted the beer he was making, I was like, <laughs> wow, this is great beer. Yeah, we could really do something with this. And the whole idea, you know, working at Threadless, the whole idea of community has always been something that's inspired me. And I'm very, been, you know, and um, so I wanted to see ways we could bring that to beer. And then just, you know, again, with the comic books and the video game aspect, it's just kind of became a company uh, where we, you know, that was something we hadn't seen really done in the beer industry yet, and it's something that we all loved and knew that, you know, this would be something we could just get behind, and, you know, it's one of those, you'll, you always want to start a company where it's a lot of hard work, but because you love everything involved in it, it's it's still a lot of fun, no matter how hard the work is. And, and you know, you touched on this, and it is really cool, there is, you know, a comic book uh, component there, there's obviously the whole video game aesthetic, like, kind of talk about what separates Arcade Brewery from maybe a typical, like maybe more straight-laced brewery or, you know, beer company? I think a a lot of the things that separate us is just our idea of creating a bigger community as far as, like, what we're going to be putting out. Obviously, every brewery has its own community that's wrapped around what they're doing, and for us, we want to make sure that all of our customers have a say and sort of have a stake in what we're putting out, whether it's what's going into the bottle to the artwork that's going on the packaging or the labels. And that's kind of, yeah, that's important. The whole, that's how we involve like a, a community aspect or like our, our crowdsourcing aspect to it. And I feel like breweries are kind of like, they involve their community in their area, you know, where we kind of want to find a way to like actually be able to take this online. And even if the people couldn't get the beer, there were still ways for them to participate or even get educated about how to make the beer. That's one of the important things to us as well. As far as having a community, it's actually educating people about beer. On how to make beer, how to do step, step, you know, step by step process, what goes into beer, and then have them get involved as well. You know, something that I think that just for maybe even a casual drinker, you don't really get a lot of what you guys are describing with the beer experience. I feel like you know, you're kind of sold like there's a party at the beach, there's a bunch of girls, a bunch of music, everybody's like having a good time, but you don't see like, at least not to my knowledge, the big beer companies on their websites trying to build community, trying to inform people how to make the beer and stuff like that so i think that that's you know a a great component i mean have people been responding to that idea already or is it out there 
Yeah, people have been really responding to it, really loving the idea that even other, you know, breweries, we were at Beer Hoptacular in uh, November, and, you know, like, um, Dog, Dogfish Head, and all those, like, all those guys were there, all these big breweries were there, and they kept coming around talking about how they were talking about the concept and the idea, and everyone was really into the idea. Um, and then again, like, we just had this event on Saturday, and we had almost 300 people show up, and it was a really successful event for something that doesn't have a product out yet. It's just an idea. It's just a concept. So that really inspired us. And, and the Kickstarter, too. I mean, the people who have come out of the woodwork to to back us up. It's just been really inspiring that that we're doing, you know, that it's not just us having this fancy of, of, this, of this project. It's actually something people want to have. Yeah, I mean, the great thing is, like, even from the get-go, there's always been so much support. And with that, we've been able to use that community to help us develop the idea even more. And... Uh, where it started a year ago and where it is now, I wouldn't say it's completely different, but it's definitely evolved so much, and a lot of that is part and parcel just to our community that that's been generated through the whole process. We're very uh, we're very open to feedback, yeah. and I don't think uh, other breweries are kind of like this is the way I do it. This is the way I'm always going to do it, and we're very, you know, feedback is what we love, and we love to like give the consumer what they want. Well, you know, I mean, that ties right into like you mentioned the the threadless kind of philosophy too. I mean, you look at the entire product line of Threadless, and that's all largely stemming from people's input and crowdsourcing those ideas. Yeah. So, Yeah. And again, as you know, I spend most of my day with that community, and it's just something I've fallen in love with. It's, it's When you're actually at a company you work for, and then your customers are actually your friends, whether that be online friends or actual personal, that just creates a better experience overall. And, yeah. I, and that's why I like to think about these people who are, are bringing our beer to our friends, and we can actually open dialogue and become you know, kind of like almost like partners together on creating an amazing company. What are some of the, you kind of mentioned you you tried the beer and it totally just won you over. What are some of the, the different flavors and brews that uh, Arcade Brewery has or is going to be producing? Uh, well, our first our first signature line is going to be our, our grapefruit IPA. And so it's, it's an IPA where we actually have uh, real grapefruit inside of it. So it just really complements the the hop choices that we have in the ingredient list. We're also developing sort of like a long list of signature lines right now with our pilot system just to kind of get some recipes together for when we launch, like our oat milk stout, which is an oatmeal milk stout. Um, we're working on some other things, like even playing around with some lagers right now, like California Commons and some Kolsch's, which may or may not see the light of day anytime soon, but uh, we definitely are just sort of developing uh, sort of a, a library of recipes right now that we're going to come out with and that'll that'll also fall in line with the six-pack stories as well as some of our community-generated brews that we're going to have for our seasonals yeah and that's the thing with the you know the seasonals will be our community-generated generated brews so that's, those are kind of like we'll be giving like a template like you know okay we're going to do a, a pumpkin ale for fall or something like that so we'll, we'll we'll say we're going to be doing a pumpkin ale but then we'll, we'll have parts of that that'll get user generated from the label or from even like different parts of the recipe that'll be user generated and um the six-pack stories like you know that was written by jason aaron the story has been submitted it's the artwork's being worked on by tony moore at the moment um the story's called Festus Raga. It's a Western zombie tale. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Western zombie tale uh, across six bottles of beer. And um, we haven't, we, you know, we've been debating ideas of what we're going to put in a bottle. But the main thing we want to do is have, the, have Jason, Tony, and us kind of like, once it's all done and we can look at it and see the story of it's evolved on these bottles, what would be the best beer to put in this bottle? And we, that's kind of the type of thing we want to do. We want, and that's... 
I, the best way to put it is we want to create experiences around beer. It's more than, you know, not just from uh, drinking it, but from the packaging, from, you know, first look at it, from, you know, from, you know, it's an overall experience. It's, it's not just a one stop. And, um, and we want people to keep coming back for that experience. And so I think with little things like that, and, you know, we have, we have more ideas than we can, can possibly do. So we're trying to keep, <laughs> I say keep it simple and it's far from simple. Um, <laughs> we're trying to keep it simple with a beer that centers around a Western zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of focusing on a few fun ideas, but that's, and that's another main word fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not take ourselves too seriously. Um, I think there's a lot of good beer companies out there that do that. Um, who have a lot of fun with their, with what they're doing. But I think, you know, it's not just us having fun. We want to have fun with our with the consumers that we're getting involved in it. You know, talk about kind of this Kickstarter campaign. Is this the first Kickstarter campaign that you guys have done as individuals or at all? Or I feel like you might have experience with this in the past. I've never had a, I've never had any experience besides I've donated to a few. And, um, you know, with Threadless, we have, like, our own Kickstarter promotion page and stuff like that. But um, other than that, I've never done one. I've never had a project that we have tried to fund on Kickstarter. Yeah, I mean, same here. Backed a couple of them, but never actually launched one on my own. So the only experience I have is from, you know, observing others. And obviously, whenever we were setting up the Kickstarter, it was, you know, just kind of mining through some of the old projects, like what's working, what's not working, and trying to put, um, you know, our rewards together and our angle together to try to, you know, get that message across as best we could. What have you guys learned from doing this Kickstarter? Because I know that it's not, I mean, this is still a comparably new idea and method to launch a product so it's not like there's a great handbook because this has existed for 10 years you know i think it's still a lot of trial and error i would imagine i mean so far i mean you learn that there's that kickstarter has its own great community um, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to use it is because it is kind of a crowdsourced community thing a way for us to uh to give some unique things that our project is based on back to people and rewards and uh but i think we've learned you know that I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of like this evolving beast. What you think is going to work well, this isn't always what's going to work well. I mean, the things we thought were going to be the, the biggest thing on there isn't what people have been responding to. So then you got you got to change. And that's what I think they've built in that whole update ability for you to be able to look and be like, okay, this isn't working. Let's do an update and let's let's move on and see what, what else we can do to help inspire this. So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a huge test of patience. <laughs> uh, you know, or, you know, I understand. It's really hard. Here's, here's what I've noticed. And the most difficult thing that I've known so far, I mean, it's, I think it's really hard when you're a company like us who doesn't have a product that we can actually give as part of our Kickstarter campaign. Like, you know, you can't, well, first off, you can't legally give beer away anyways as any yeah. kind of prize. But even with us, it's like, you know, this is a future product. So we are hoping like some of the things we have involved and some of the people we have involved would be enough to help inspire people in our in our in our story but i know it's hard for people to invest in something that they and even like tony moore the artwork's not done yet and some of the prize you know rewards are uh um, artwork by tony for something that hasn't you can't really show anybody yet so i know that's kind of a leap of faith people are taking with us and um we really appreciate people who have done it and at least notice that's a hard where you got like you know someone like amanda palmer putting out a record right where you're getting you're getting everything you want and so that's you know it's hugely successful because your 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 donation gets the product you know, exactly you know so there's it's like a no-brainer to donate to it <laughs> so and uh, and that's what I've noticed as far as that goes it's a little harder when you can't have a product behind it yeah I mean I I think there's definitely a more natural fit um, with music and video games um, and you know design products on Kickstarter 
that may not necessarily be as easy when it as easy for people to pledge to say a film or you know a, a startup brewery, um, just because that's not there. And so you kind of are starting against the grain, and you're you're trying to think of those like original ways to engage the community. But at the same time. As it's going, even with the with the success that we've been seeing so far, it's really great just to also having Kickstarter as a way to help build community too and help help us sort of like change the way that we're like looking at the business as well. Like not only is it like it's kind of changing the way like what we thought originally and now, you know, we're we have to change what we're doing to sort of like meet our customers' needs. Yeah, and again, it's, it's, it's great feedback, and that's what we look for, and it's helped us. It's really helped us see where we need to focus, like, on, on different things, and that's, that's been great. You know, and it's, I think anyone launching a project on Kickstarter, whether it's successful or fails, gets a lot of value out of that feedback, you know. So, I mean, I think it's one of those things where, like, it's worth trying to do just for that, to see what kind of feedback you get, to see what, you know, just for that alone, that's been it's been more and worth it for us. We, you know, we're, we're very confident we're going to be successful. But if it wasn't, it's been amazing way for us to learn more about what we're doing. What is the, you know, are you already looking at what the next move is after the campaign ends? Whatever the outcome of it is, you know, like what kind of happens after this step? I mean, the, the the next step after this essentially just is getting all of our licensing ready, um, getting the facilities finalized, and just that last final push to get ourselves to being able to be producing beer by next year. And uh, that's really what it comes down to. Um, You know, like we said, we have, we sort of have our options, like after the Kickstarter, where we go, like if, if it succeeds or fails, what different paths we have, we've kind of, you know, already sort of lined ourselves up with different, like with multiple options. And um, we're still, you know, discussing those options right now, but either way we're, we know that this product, regardless of what happens, will be successful and will people will see it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a moment. We want to ride the momentum at the moment that we're we're kind of building around this. We don't want the momentum to die off, as you know. And uh, you know, right now we're just kind of focusing on how do we get this product out as soon as possible, as you know, as good as possible, and um, and, and, and yeah, just get it on the market in some way. And as we build, I mean. We have, we have a currently have a partnership with New Chicago Beer Company that's an alternating proprietorship, but they're a little ways off from having the facility ready. So you know we're debating different ways to to possibly um, either contract some of the beers out and just get it going um, before uh, while that facility being built, so we can start operating out there. As soon as you know, we'll still be in business and then start operating doing our own beers once that's done. And there's beers like I mean there's you know, there's things like six-pack stories where I think we may have to contract either way just because of the packaging difficulty and stuff like that. It might make more sense to to, to, to contract that out anyway. So um, that way we can get a lot of the things licensed and done and, one, and kind of like a one-stop, you know, swoop instead of waiting and, and having to do that as things get built. So we want to move as quickly as possible from this point to uh, actually get that beer on the shelves. I like it. Uh, where can people follow along? with the Kickstarter campaign, with Arcade Brewery in general online, and just go to find out everything they need to know about what you guys are doing. Well, first and foremost, arcadebrewery.com. It's our brand-new website, and technically it's in beta mode right now, but we're offering a totally unique experience to all of our customers where they can generate their own profiles on our website, and eventually once we're up and running, we'll be able to give immediate feedback on all of our beers. Um, 
you know, submit beer recipes to our home brewing section, submit label designs and packaging designs for our design challenges. And so on that website, it encompasses our whole community that we're trying to build and also has all the information that you would need about what we're doing. Yeah, and then you can also find us on pretty much every social network. So you can, oops, sorry about that. (laughs) Speaking of video games. Do some punch out real quick. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, you can find us on pretty much every social network as far as you know Twitter, RK Brewery on Twitter, um, on Tumblr, uh, RK Brewery on Tumblr and Facebook as well. So we try to keep those updated daily. We're probably we're probably very annoying at the moment, you know, um, just trying to get this Kickstarter funded. But you know, we we want to talk to everybody. We want to discuss what we're doing. We want to discuss what you're doing. You know, we, we, that's a big, that's been one of the most fun parts is meeting all the other brewers and other breweries. And, and, and it's been fantastic how much, how supportive they are and how much everybody in, especially the Chicago brewing community wants to work together and collaborate and, and just discuss ideas. And, um, that's been awesome and very, yeah, it's been great to see that. And, you know, we, we sort of tirelessly engage our, you know, our website users and our customers online. So, you know, if you're shooting a tweet at us, chances are you're going to get a response pretty quickly or Facebook post or just sending us emails. We, you know, we, we try to get back to everybody like as quickly as possible because we understand like that's what our commitment is to this project. So to say that you're a community building brewery and not sort of be engaged with your customers, I think is, is um, insincere. So we definitely, you know, there's been some super late nights where it's just like, you know, I want to go to bed, but I'll stay up for three (laughs) or four more hours, like answering emails and tweeting out to people and things like that. But, um, you know, we're dedicated to people. And if, if people have questions or, you know, they just want to know something, we are always, even if it's criticism, like we're happy to engage in, in criticism. And, and I know we've got We've gotten some criticism just because a lot of it is just because people just don't know a lot about us and, and want to know more. And so we'll, we're happy to like engage in like in discussions about like what we're doing and any questions or, you know, concerns people might have. Well, I like it, man. Uh, I wish you guys both the best of luck. Arcade Brewery is what it's called. And, of course, one of those podcast posts will have links to the Kickstarter and everything else people need. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it, seeing this Tony Moore and Jason Aaron storyline as well. That sounds fantastic. But uh, really, best of luck with this whole campaign, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Thanks a lot, Amy. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much. This has been the Chicago First United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Lance Curran and Chris Torrey of Arcade Brewery for being on the show this week. You can find past episodes of the Chicago First United Audio Podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with folks from Threadless, Do312, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.